listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. And welcome to the Inner Life. Thanks for joining us during this, our Winter Pledge Drive. Let's, as always, begin each hour of our Pledge Drive with a memorari. So I invite you to please pray with me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, my name is Patrick Conley. Thank you for joining us in The Inner Life. You know, every time we go into these pledge drives, we do so with a great amount of trust. We do trust in the faithful intercession and protection of Our Lady as we just prayed. We trust, of course, in the providence of Almighty God. And yes, we trust in the generosity of you, our Relevant Radio family. And every time, Our Lady, Our Lord, and our very generous Relevant Radio family members like yourselves, you prove yourselves trustworthy and indeed, our God, our God supplies all our needs. Learning to trust in God's love and his fidelity and his provision, though, it's a process. And I don't know anyone personally who has said that they couldn't stand to grow some more when it comes to trusting God. So today on the program, we're talking about trusting in God and exploring some ways to grow in trust in situations both simple and profound, perhaps especially when it seems unlikely that things will work out. Joining us as our spiritual director today is Father Scott Bailey. Father Scott is a priest of the Archdiocese of Denver, where he serves as the pastor of Risen Christ Catholic Parish there in Denver, Colorado. Welcome back to the Inner Life, Father. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, great to have you with us. And, uh, well, hey, I mean, we're talking about trust here. You think you have any growing to do yet, Father, in trust? <laughs> no, no, I've perfected it, yeah. Oh, great, great. Well, you're the perfect person, <laughs> or maybe the most imperfect person to have as our spiritual director today. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess in my own life, I just reflecting a bit on it, I mean, um, I certainly have grown in my trust of God, and he keeps leading me, though, into deeper trust. But maybe just from the outset, if someone just came up to you and says, Father, what does it mean to trust in God? How would you answer that? Well, I tend to uh, focus on uh, we, we trust somebody um, because we know them to be good. We know them to be one who's, I don't know, thoughtful, uh, caring. So I think from a Christian perspective, like we're when we look at God, we see God as all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's all-good. And to trust Him means that I'm acknowledging that He has authority. I acknowledge that I can put my faith in Him as a Father. He's going to provide. He's going to take care of me. So in a way, I guess it's kind of confidently putting yourself in his hands, knowing that he'll provide. Yeah. And this is applicable. I think one of the things that uh, that oftentimes may come up in people's minds is, um, or at least I've heard people say this, is that, well, what? why would God, you know, trouble himself over, especially maybe some of the smaller things in my life um, that don't seem to have a, a huge amount of consequence in my life, even though they may be troubling to us, but it seems to me that God is indeed concerned about even the smallest of our desires and needs, yeah? Yeah, he knows every hair on your head, <laughs> right. Jesus tells us. So, yeah, yeah uh, it, it, nothing is of inconsequence to him. And so, 
Um, you know, sometimes I think people, I've, I've heard people express, you know, when they go to pray, they feel silly asking for things or, or processing with God, the stuff that seems minuscule or that they know in the big scheme of things, it may not matter to somebody else, but to God, it matters. He, he wants to know yeah. what's going on in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he certainly does, and that's a it's a good motivation for me at least to keep keep praying, keep going to him for uh, for all of our needs and all of the things that may be causing us some amount of discomfort, anxiety, or discouragement as well. Talking about trusting God today with our spiritual director, Father Scott Bailey, and. Um, Father, um, I guess one of the things is that, uh, again, like you pointed out, is that trusting that God is a good and loving Father. And we get this, uh, in part at least, from Jesus himself um, saying these things like, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. And he goes on, he says, for everyone who asks receives, and er and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Um, So... Maybe in some of these situations, um, we don't see, though. I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes we don't see the Lord coming through, at least on our time schedule, with what we are asking for. So what's going on there? You know, actually, there's a, a paragraph in the Catechism that, that but there's, I mean, there's a beautiful section on prayer in the Catechism, and there's a paragraph in there that does kind of address this. That um, I looked it up. Uh, it's it's 2737, and it says that if we're not receiving what we ask for in prayer, if it seems like we're not receiving what we ask for in prayer, God is giving us something greater while we're mm. clinging to him. <laughs> so yeah. I think sometimes the Lord is doing stuff that we can't see. Um, and, uh, and it's a lesson in, in holding on to him a little bit. Um, it's, it requires kind of this constant trust of, uh, I, I don't, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing it this way, but I'm going to hold on to you <laughs> until uh, I see where this is going. Um, Pope Francis, a few years ago, um, reflected on this in one of his general audiences. He just, it was what the entire theme of his general audience was of, uh, how can we have this experience where we ask for things? And it seems like God's not listening or God's not answering our prayer. Right. Um, and he interestingly pointed out that even Jesus seemed to have that experience in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus says, Father, take this cup from me. Uh, but not your will, but not my will, but your will be done. It's interesting that he says even Jesus seemed to ask for something, and that cup was not taken from him. He was still invited into that in his humanity. Now we're getting into some Christology theology here, but um, in his own humanity, uh, he even experienced that of asking for something and not quite being given um, the thing that he asked for. Um, but with God, he's always going to have the last word. He's always going to come through. He's always going to provide. It may not be in the way that we expected or the way that we wanted <laughs> at first, yeah. um, but um, the the crucifixion is not the end of the story. The resurrection is the end of the story. So the Lord does come through. Amen to that. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, I'm, I'm always moved by that thought that uh, God never, never gives us a flat-out no um, to the answer to our prayers, but uh, rather maybe suggest, like you said from the catechism, I got something better for you. Something better than that, and that's a that's a yeah. way to grow in confidence. Yeah. Speaking sure. with our spiritual director, yeah, go ahead, Father. No, please, no. Just say, I suppose there are times when we may ask for the wrong thing, um, things that the sure. Lord doesn't want us to ask for. I mean, even Saint Paul reflects on. No, sorry, uh, Saint James reflects on that, uh, and he says, you know, you, you ask for things and you don't get them because you ask yeah. wrongly. You, you're right. spending yeah. it on your your passions. Or, <laughs> your passions so if you're asking yeah. for something that you shouldn't have, then okay, of course the Lord's not going to answer that prayer. But in the meantime, He's giving you exactly what you need. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Well, speaking with our spiritual director today, Father Scott Bailey, on trust in God. What does trust in God mean to you? Have, how have you practiced this trust in your life, both in matters small and large? And if there are particular scriptural passages or things that really help you to lean into God and his provision and to trust in him, give us a call. Join the conversation. Our toll-free studio line is 888-914-9149. We'd love to have you on the air with us. That line is sponsored by the Catholic Order of Foresters, by the way, and that number again is 888-914-9149. You can always send us an email if you prefer at innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. One of the other guys we trust in quite a bit around here in Relevant Radio is our executive director, Father Rocky. Let's take a moment just to hear a message from him. Hey everybody, this is Father Rocky, head of Relevant Radio, and your host every night for the Family Rosary Across America. A reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported, so we're unable to deliver our programming every day without your financial support. Have you heard about the two gifts we have today at the dollar-a-day level? The first is an olive wood rosary. On my trip to the Holy Land last April, I came across these, and I wanted to get one for you. They're made by Christians in the Holy Land. They're extra special. Our second gift today only, the dollar date level, is the Ave Maria Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. This hardcover and personalized guide includes beautiful ink images and scripture for every Hail Mary, Our Father, and more. The Rosary and the Scriptural Rosary book are both yours today and today only for your gift of a dollar a day. Give online now at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app or give us a ring at 877-291-0123. Please give from the heart to Relevant Radio. And it truly is a dynamic duo of thank you gifts. Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with uh, Patrick Conley for the inner life this hour. Give from the heart at relevantradio.com, the app, or at 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. Now, we should be approaching the 50% mark as far as the, uh, the amount, amount of money that we've raised during our pledge drive, we're not even close to that, folks. 31% is where we sit. We need to re- raise $3 million by uh, 5 o'clock Central on Friday afternoon, and we're only at 31%. So we need some heroic giving right now. Let's uh, play some catch-up right now. Please help us. And uh, why not grab one of those great olive wood rosaries that Father Rocky was just talking about? RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877 0123. Yeah, for a pledge of a dollar a day, 365 for the year, or if you want if you want to kick in the extra buck for leap uh, leap year, we won't uh, we won't say no to you. 366, you can do that. We're going to send you a very special thank you gift that olive wood rosary that comes from the Holy Land. The rosaries are personally chosen as you heard Father say chosen by him. And uh, along with the Olivewood Rosary, you'll also receive that book, The Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. The book includes uh, the prayers, directions, the Bible verses, everything that you will need to understand and to pray a scriptural rosary. Both are yours for a dollar a day, and we do need your help. We're only at 31%. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. Patrick. Yeah, you know, Neil, the the Lent is only a week away now, and Isn't that uh, amazing. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think this book and rosary combination for a dollar a day would be an excellent way to get your Lent started off right. And you know what? It also includes the whole notion of almsgiving as well, because these olive wood rosaries from the Holy Land, and it's tough over there right now. It's always tough over there, but this is the on, one of the only ways that Christians living in that region can earn a living. So your donation to Relevant Radio today at a dollar a day or more helps those Christians 
Christians that need our support so we can reach out and, and support our brothers and sisters in Christ who live there in the Holy Land in the midst of um, some pretty awful times right now. So give a dollar a day, 365 or more. As Neil said, we have a long way to go to be where we should be for this time of the pledge drive. So if you can give an, an heroic gift, I like that, Neil, a heroic gift would be very helpful of maybe $1,000, maybe $5,000, maybe $10,000. Michael from Washington, D.C., a gift of $1,600. Thank you so much for that, Michael. Really appreciate that. That's an online gift, and he's a new donor as well. You can give your gift at RelevantRadio.com on the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. Check it out, RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. And welcome back to The Inner Life as well. We're talking today about trusting in God, doing a lot of trusting in God for our pledge drive, but also, you know what, it's something that we need to do each and every day to know that our loving Heavenly Father is taking good care of us. If you have ways that you trust in God, let me know what it is, uh, but give us a call at 888-914-9149. Maybe there's questions you have about how to trust in God in a specific situation. 888-914-9149 with our spiritual director, Father Scott Bailey. Father, we've got a phone call coming in. Let's take that. Nick is calling in from Frankfurt, Illinois. Nick, welcome to The Inner Life. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great topic, boy. We can talk about it forever. I think the greatest gift we can ask for is to ask the Holy Spirit to help us see the whole picture. When Father was talking about going to the catechism and, and how it through sometimes the Lord is preparing us for something greater, I also think when we pray in tragedy that, he is giving us a tragedy to avert a greater tragedy. And what makes me think of that so, so prominently is I'm on my way back from my sister's right now. She's dying. But I saw her life before she got this sickness and how lost her soul was. But now she can't talk anymore. But some of the last words she said to me was, Nick, I can't wait to see Daddy. And, and, and I knew she got it. She, she, she understood this. And, and through this tragedy, the beauty of it all is her soul is being saved. And her life is being transformed, whereas otherwise she would have lived a miserable life, in my opinion. And then another, another thing is I think of the scrupulosity of my prayer in the small things, the small things, those situations where I get myself into these little jams that are really nothing, and the Lord's laughing at me. But through my pride, I, I get worried about it, and I don't trust him like I trust him in the big things, in those situations where my life has been threatened. And I know he's got me covered, but through my pride, because of my scrupulosity through pride, these dumb little situations, the stupidity of, of my life that I get myself into these situations. It's like, all right, God, I know you can get me out of it, but are you going to let me do it or not because I'm so stupid that I got myself into this situation? Well, thank you, Nick. I'm sorry to hear that your sister is passing, but praise God that it sounds like uh, her soul's in a different state than it than it once was. And uh uh, to me, it's just a, maybe it reminds me of um, Psalm 23. You have that, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But there's that little message in there. Um, he, uh, though, though I walk through the dark valley, I fear no evil. And there's times when we, we do pass through that dark valley, but he's still leading us to the green pastures and the still waters. And he still wants to restore our soul. And it's beautiful to hear that uh, he's been doing that for her. And you've experienced that yourself as well with your scrupulosity. 
Yeah, very good, Nick. Thank you so much for the testimony, for the call, and for your great trust in in God. That's what we're talking today uh, on that show. We're talking about trusting in God. What does it take to trust in God to move into a deeper level of relationship and trust in uh, the provision of our Heavenly Father and His love, His great love for us? Give us a call if you'd like to join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Let's go now to Teresa, who's calling in from North Carolina. Teresa, good afternoon. Welcome to The Inner Life. Hello. I appreciate the conversation and the reflections Father Scott has given. I wonder about the scripture, uh, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. And those promises that are given, and when you ask with faith and you seek and you find, but sometimes you don't get, as you said earlier, what you think you should, and it can really twist with your spiritual thinking. <laughs> so you curious about your thoughts. Sure. Yeah. And that's a, it's an experience that probably every human being has ever experienced, um, that we ask for things that we know are good. You know, we pray for an end to war. We pray for the health of a child or something like that. And we know that they're good things. And in those moments, um, the darkness of the suffering feels very dark. Um, and, uh, it takes, it takes faith to kind of work through that. And I think Sometimes uh, that's where we have to keep going back to the scriptures and we see, remember, Jesus is the face of the Father. Jesus shows us uh, the love of God. Um, and to keep going back to those passages of hope and to, to let Jesus show us who God is. Um, and uh, that even yeah. even he had to pass through um, difficult sufferings. Uh, to, to And there's, there's joy and there's light and there's peace on the other side of it. Uh, as we're going through the difficult things, we don't understand why the Lord is allowing this particular suffering to happen right now in our life. But um, the more that we come to know him, then we come to experience the truth that he is a good, loving father and um, he will get us through this. Um, We have to cling to him now um, and he'll eventually get us through this difficulty. Mm, Yeah. Thank you, Father, for that. Teresa, great question. And again, it's always worth revisiting is where where is God's provision in specific situations? And I think, Father, what do you think about this? I know I have heard it said, and I tend to, uh, I'll, I'll lay my cards on the table. I tend to lean a little bit more in the direction of, I, this sounds this sounds not quite right to me, but um, some people will say, uh, you know, notwithstanding the James verse that you quoted earlier, but um, some people will say, well, you just don't have enough faith. Um, that's that's the problem. This is why you're not getting what you receive. Um, I don't sure. know that I... What do you think about that, Father? Yeah, I, I don't think that it's always that. Um, I, I think it's probably even maybe rarely that. I mean, if Jesus can pray that the cup would pass from him in the garden and that prayer isn't answered the way that, you know, in that moment maybe he desired, right. um, I, I think it, we all have to accept that that's just going to be the reality of us for, for sometimes... Um, it doesn't mean that we lack faith. It just means the Lord is doing something else in our soul and in our life in that moment. Um, and uh, Jesus promised us there would be suffering in this life. He, and if we're united to him, we're going to have to pass through suffering. We're going to have to pass through death. Uh, if we're united to Jesus, then we will suffer and die with him. And uh, it's just it's part of our redemption. It doesn't mean that uh, we lack faith. There may be certain things that God wants to do in our life, and he is trying to draw that faith out of us. Um, but uh, I think very often we, we are trying to come to prayer with faith, and um, maybe the thing that we're asking for um, is just the, the Lord is just doing something different. It doesn't mean that we're, we don't have enough faith. Do you yeah. agree? I mean, is, uh, you, you also yeah. Yeah, you struggle with that, uh, with that I do. Um, perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I and I do appreciate the reference back to the Garden of Gethsemane as well, and uh, saying that yeah, it's uh, um, and I, and I suppose in certain situations, you know, God won't be utilized or used and, and or manipulated. I guess is the right word as a sort of some right. sort of cosmic vending machine, right? We we know that. Um, so there can be uh, well, there can be there are defects and defaults in our own faith, um, in, in our practice of faith. Uh, kind of yeah. the Lord, I believe, help my unbelief type of thing. But at the same time, um, I know that many of my friends and myself uh, that have this experience of, I feel like I'm asking in faith. It seems like everything is in accord with what I would imagine God's will to be, and yet it still doesn't come. But it seems to me like maybe there's even an exercise in helping us grow in trust in that, that say, okay, Lord, you're not providing this, but... Uh, I now need to grow in my trust that you do have my ultimate happiness, my my end, my good in mind with every every decision that you're making in terms of provision. Right. It's learning how to be a child who depends on the Father. If we can't resolve it ourselves, then it must be in God's hands. Uh, we, at least we have, we have to live as if it's in God's hands. Um, if it was all about having more faith, then Jesus wouldn't have said that you only have to have a faith the size of a mustard seed. So we don't have to have much faith uh, in a way. Uh, we just have to be yeah. willing to turn to him and place the little faith that we do have in his hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you, our listener, if you have a way of trusting in God, if you've seen God provide in some pretty amazing ways, and that's really helped you grow your trust, and I'd like to give a little shout-out to the Lord, we'd love to hear it. 888-914-9149 is our phone number. Our email address is innerlife@relevantradio.com. I'm wondering, too, about uh, the relationship, Father, between trust and anxiety. Um, you know, we do, we've done other shows on anxiety, and it's a very uh, common occurrence in people's lives, but... Um, how does growing in trust help us maybe to become less anxious in situations that w- might ordinarily cause us anxiety? Sure. I mean, it's anxiety in part is, is an emotional reaction sometimes to circumstances around us. Right. Um, and uh, so growing in trust means that I'm um, learning how to just place myself in God's hands, even though I don't exactly know what's going on. I was really struck by, um, I don't know, a few months ago we had um, that reading about being uh, clay in the, the hands of the potter. And, uh, and I was thinking about um, anyone who works with clay, if you're going to mold a pot out of clay or something like that, usually it's a spinning table. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the clay is wet and it's in the potter's hands, but the, the table has to spin in order for the, the potter to, to make it into this beautiful thing. And I was thinking about from the perspective of the clay, uh, yeah, I'm in the hands of the potter, but everything is spinning at the same time. Um, and there's a certain sense that this feels like it's out of control and yet... I am still in the Father's hands, and yeah. um, and that takes some practice, uh, that t- uh, and it takes a you know asking God for the faith that when it feels like everything's out of control, when it feels like life is spinning, to remember that I am still in His hands. He is still shaping me. He's still making me into something beautiful in the midst of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good reminder, and uh, yeah, having having worked a little bit, very tiny amount. My wife is more the potter than I am, but having worked a tiny amount on a on a clay wheel, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a good analogy. Sometimes it does seem like things are just kind of uh, spinning out of control, right? And and uh, but yet the the potter is still there. I really love that, Father. I'm going to be uh, carrying that one around with me for for days to come. So thank you for that. Uh, we are talking about trusting in God today here on The Inner Life. We're grateful for you joining us, and as we do every day, we have a spiritual direction here. Our spiritual director today is Father Scott Bailey from the Archdiocese of Denver, pastor of Risen Christ Catholic Parish right there in Denver, Colorado. 
If you have ways that you have grown in trust of the Lord, if you have questions, maybe you're facing a specific situation right now at work or with family, that you're really struggling to trust in the Lord. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for every day right here in The Inner Life. Give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Or our email address is innerlife at relevantradio.com. For now, though, over to my colleague and friend, Neil. Neil, what do you got for us? And Patrick, I just uh, I had this mental picture of you sitting at the the potter's wheel with the, and it's spinning <laughs> spinning out of control in the clay, being flung and spit all over the room. Yeah, you uh, don't want me being the potter. Yeah, I'll tell you that. No, Neil. No, not me no. either. It's our gift. From, it's our gift from the heart pledge drive. We're only at thirty two percent of our need of three million dollars. So we could really use your help right now. Uh, give what you can at relevantradio.com, The app or eight seven seven two nine one. Zero one two three. All gifts are tax deductible, and we have two very special gifts for you at the dollar a day giving level. If you can help us out today, and uh, the first is an olive wood rosary that comes from the Holy Land. These were personally picked out by Father Rocky last year when he was on pilgrimage in the Holy Land. He uh, really fell in love with these rosaries and uh, decided to bring one back just for you. And along with the rosary, will also um, perfect companion for the rosary is uh, the Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. Now, the book includes uh, directions, prayers, all the Bible verses that you will need to understand and to pray a scriptural rosary. Both gifts are yours for a dollar a day gift to Relevant Radio during our Gift from the Heart Pledge Drive. So please help us out if you can at that dollar a day giving level right now at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or by calling 877-291-0123. Claudio from Riverside, California, is got a scriptural, uh, or excuse me, an Olivewood rosary and the Ave Guide to, Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. Uh, Head is his way, as does David from Phoenix, Deborah from Oasis, Minnesota. So grateful that you are giving. Richard from Lakeland, Florida, thank you. Stephanie from Geneva, Illinois. And you know what, Jana from Leander, Texas, thank you so much for the gift of $5. That's it. We And sometimes for some people, $5 is an heroic gift. God bless you. Yeah, absolutely, for joining the Relevant Radio family as a new donor and giving from the heart. You know, God bless you for that. The Lord will take that and he will utilize it for his work in the world through Relevant Radio. So thank you so much for that. But at that dollar a day level, and again, more if you can, uh, because we are falling behind the pace here. We need some help from you, our generous, relevant radio family. As uh, as things continue to develop here, we're at 32%. We need to be, you know, noon today marks about halfway point, so that we should be about 50%. So we're falling behind. So if you can help us out with one of those heroic gifts of $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, please do it. If you can, we would love it. RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. We rely completely on you. We can't do it without you. You're part of our family, so show it now through RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or again, by calling 877-291-0123. Join so many others in giving from the heart and supporting Relevant Radio. Thank you for your generosity. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Indeed, we're asking you to give from the heart and support the work and ministry of Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media. We are so grateful to be part of that, and I hope you are too as you're supporting us today. We're talking here on The Inner Life today with our spiritual director, Father Scott Bailey, about trusting in God. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, our number is 888-914-9149. 
Again, 888-914-9149. Let's go back to the phones, Father. We've got Lisa who's calling in from Austin, Texas. Hello, Lisa. Thanks for calling. Hi. Yes, my story about trust happened recently. We had traveled to go visit our exchange student in Chile, and my son decided, 17-year-old son, decided to go running one morning in a city of 7 million people. He got turned around, and after two hours, still had not returned. So we ended up calling the police, and I remember texting friends and just pray every hour that passed. I would pray the two prayers, and then I would stop, and I would just like, okay, everything works for God's glory. But it was so hard to just like not pray like every single minute. Um, but I forced myself to like pray those two prayers and then like trust God was working. And with like three and a half hours later, we found him. The police found him and brought him back. So hmm. everything worked out well. And he was he had not been injured. Nobody had bothered him or anything like that. So Wow. Praise God. That had to be a terrifying few hours there. Um, yeah, but you you turned to the Lord. You chose to trust. Uh, you, you interceded. Uh, who knows how uh, the Lord kind of even used your prayers to help bring about um, that blessing in the midst of all of that. So um, praise God for that. Uh, uh, and it's maybe just a reminder for you, even in the future, when things are, are difficult, uh, the Lord has provided. The Lord really does take care of you. Uh, he'll get you through those dark moments. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great point, Father. And Lisa, thank you so much. I agree with Father. That must have been absolutely terrifying. I can't imagine. And although that does bring to mind a question, Father, is that um, so we have, you know, Lisa's situation. And man, I would think any parent that I know of, certainly I would be in a position of I would be frantically trying to do whatever I could to ensure my son's safety in a situation like that. And yet we have, I don't know if it's a similar situation or not, and, uh, you know, if it's a good analog for Lisa's situation, but I'm thinking of the time when the disciples are in the boat, nearly swamped, and Jesus is snoozing on the cushion in the back. I mean, does trusting in God mean that we render ourselves into inactivity, uh, that we don't do whatever it is, or um, does it not necessarily mean that? No, yeah. Um, I love that image of kind of those ang- those moments of anxiety, um, that the Lord is at such peace, knowing that the Father's going to take care of them, that Jesus is able to sleep in the boat. And I think sometimes He's inviting us not to inactivity, but to draw close to Him. Like, if only we could choose to also be close to the Lord in the midst of the storm, to exercise the kind of trust that Jesus exercises with the Father in that moment. Um, knowing that, yeah, uh, he's loved, that, uh, that, that knowing that we are loved and we're going to be cared for. So I, I guess that's how I see the invitation of that. Um, you know, Jesus wakes up and he calms the storm. Then he says, you have little faith, <laughs> like, as if to right. say, so let the storm rage on. It's going to be okay. We're not going to be overwhelmed. Um, the Lord is with us. He's going to take care of us. And so he's inviting us to just draw close to him and to live kind of in that peaceful place the way that he is in the midst of the storm. It doesn't mean not doing anything. It just means trusting uh, vigorously. (laughs) Yes, right, right, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure that Lisa and for anyone who's been in any kind of a harrowing situation like that were driven to their knees as well as uh, many other things to, to ensure the safety of a loved one like that. So again, Lisa, thank you for the call. Great topic of conversation. Talking about trust on the show today. If you have a story about when you were forced to trust in God and how to, how did God respond, would love to hear from you at 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. 
Well, um, Father, it's it seems like this this trust is something that the Lord is ever inviting us deeper, more deeply into. And uh, I guess the the analogs abound throughout the scriptures of people having to trust in God. Certainly, our elder brothers and sisters in the faith, the saints, and even those from the Old Testament are good examples as well. And I think our next caller has a, has an example like that as well. Chloe is calling in from Minnesota. Chloe, welcome to the Inner Life. Thanks for calling. Hello. Yeah, it's so good to be here. Um, I just wanted to talk about how we should talk and we should talk to God as if he's our family and we should trust him, like, as if he's family. And one example I wanted to give was of, like, Noah's Ark and how the animals trusted Noah to follow him onto the boat to be saved. And I feel like we should be like the animals to God. We should trust him and that we should really just put our hearts to him. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I like, I like that uh, analogy even of uh, being like those uh, animals who just, <laughs> they know that they're in good hands. They're going to be just fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, when we're, when we are baptized, we are united to Jesus and uh, we become sons and daughters of the Father in the Lord. So we really can turn to God our Father as our Father. Not just Jesus as Father, He's our Father because we belong to the Lord. And so we do get to talk to Him with the familiarity of a family member, uh, with, with the love of a friend. Yeah, very good, Chloe. I really, I really like the analogy too. I hadn't thought about it in that way before, but um, I do like it. And my guess is, you know, we were just talking about Jesus being a, a, asleep on the cushion uh, in the boat as the storm raged around him. And I'm guessing those animals slept some on the ark as well. So, <laughs> thank you, Chloe, for the analogy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, very good. Thanks for the call and thanks for listening, Chloe. Really appreciate it. We're talking about trust and trusting in the Lord today on the program. And I think that there's uh, many, many stories out there. When is the time that you had to trust in the Lord? And uh, and you saw him come through in some amazing ways. Or maybe you're still sitting in that place of needing to trust in God and awaiting his provision. Give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. When God comes through, it is sometimes in very, um, maybe almost uh, unnoticeable ways. And sometimes he comes through in very big and noticeable ways. On those latter ways, we tend to call those miracle moments around here in Relevant Radio. Let's take a moment now to listen to another miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another Relevant Radio miracle moment. Here's a note that comes in from Nikki. She says, I lead a Bible study for teen girls, and this week our topic is modesty. I write the lessons myself, and of course, on such an important topic, I'm struggling with content, spiritual warfare. Any tips on how to talk about modesty and what the Bible and the catechism say would be most helpful. She says, God bless you, Cyrus, Relevant Radio, and all the good work you're doing to help form my husband, our two homeschooling children, and me on a daily basis on the beauty of the Catholic faith. I'll be praying for you. That's so nice of you, Nikki. But I'm going to do this, if you don't mind. I would rather defer to a different host here at Relevant Radio, Timory. She's young herself, and she's quite knowledgeable on these topics. So I am just pressing send, and boom, Timory will have it momentarily. Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio today. 
you have moved the needle just a tiny, tiny bit this hour. We've gone from 31% of our $3 million need to 32%. So well done. We're moving in the right direction. We're not yeah. uh, we're not going backward. So <laughs> please, uh, please continue to help us during our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive here at Relevant Radio. Uh, we should be at the end of this hour at 50%, though. So we have some ground to make up, and you can help us uh, get there at relevantradio.com, the app, or at 877-291-0123. Yeah, $3 million need to wipe out by 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon. So whatever amount you can help us with will be greatly appreciated. It is a tax-deductible gift. And for a dollar a day, today and today only, you can get an olive wood rosary that comes from the Holy Land. These are rosaries that were... Uh, personally picked up by Father Rocky when he was in the Holy Land last year. And along with that beautiful olive wood rosary, we will give you the Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. And that book includes all the prayers, uh, directions, the Bible verses, everything that you will need to understand and to pray a scriptural rosary. Those uh, two gifts, yours today and today only for a dollar a day gift to Relevant Radio. Let's hear from you at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or at 877 I'm thinking about threes, Neil. I'm thinking about threes because it's a holy number, of course, but also because 365, or as you pointed out earlier, 366 for this leap year, a dollar a day is what will get you that olive wood rosary made from the Holy Land, supporting our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, and the Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary, the book that is coming your way at a dollar a day. But I'm also thinking about threes for a 32%. Let's see if we can get to 33% at least by go. the end of the hour. Let's do it. Um, let's see if we can do it. And uh, we've got uh, $3,000 would be a 0.1% gift. If you can give $3,000 here in our closing minutes here, would love to see that. Hey, if there's somebody out there listening right now, maybe you just came into some sort of an inheritance. Maybe there's um, something was just dropped in your... This is a great way of supporting the Lord's work and being a faithful steward of what he's given you. $30,000, that's 1% of our total need. If you can give a gift in that amount, wow, would we welcome it. And show your support for the inner life where you get uh, great spiritual direction every day right here on the Relevant Radio. And uh, maybe you have other favorite shows as well. Of course, support them. Other things that we do, the great Relevant Radio app. The Merry Beggars and all of their great work, Best of the Week, Father's Eucharistic Encounter videos, all of it coming your way. And we'd love the support to keep that coming your way day after day after day. Catholic presence on the radio waves and beyond around the world over the Internet. Give your gift now at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call us at 877-291-0123. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. My name is Patrick Conley. Thank you so much for joining us for The Inner Life. We're all about spiritual direction. We're talking today with our spiritual director, Father Scott Bailey, a priest of the Archdiocese of Denver, Colorado, and pastor of Risen Christ Catholic Parish there in Denver. And we're talking about trusting in God. If you have a story about trusting in God or a question about it, our toll-free studio line here is 888-914-9149. Let's go to Grace calling in from Arizona. Grace, good morning to you. Welcome to The Inner Life. Hi, yes, I just wanted to say, uh, I just came, I actually just came yesterday from El Paso. My sister, she has, she, my younger sister, she has uh, diabetes, and uh, and during the holidays, they uh, diagnosed her with uh, kidney failure. 
So she was doing the dialysis and it did not go well on her. She was actually going down. She couldn't hear. She couldn't see. She was uh, kind of like uh, very down. She would she would sleep and they couldn't wake her up. So she they took her to the hospital. And I did not want to go see her that way because she's my sister. She's my younger sister. And I felt like it was a nightmare. So I prayed on it. I told everybody at church to pray. And we prayed the rosary. And also um, I, my sons, uh, they went with me. My sons confessed. My husband confessed. I confessed. And we made sure that the prayers were going to be powerful. But I was still very afraid because my brother also lives there. And he usually um, gives me a guilt trip. So it was just going to be a, all over, all around. It was going to be a nightmare. But when we got there, uh, my sister was getting out of the hospital. She went to, she was home. And when I went to go visit her, she was watching TV. She was hearing, she could see, she was able to talk to me. She was smiling. <laughs> and, and it was just kind of like, I mean, that was practically a miracle to me. But not only that, I was able to talk to my brother and uh, we were, I mean, for over two years, we weren't, we, we could never talk to each other civilly. And uh, it was just, we talked to each other. We didn't, we respected each other and it turned out to be a mini vacation and I owe it all to God, you know, just putting it on God's hands. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. Uh, what a, what a gift from God uh, in the midst of what, you expect it to be a very painful situation. Um, to me, it's also a little reminder of like, God is always doing more things than, than we're aware of in the moment. Like here you, you were praying, you were also getting other people to pray and you chose to go to confession. And um, like here he's cleansed your soul. He's strengthened the faith of other people. Thanks to um, kind of the, the power of their prayers in the situation. So like, it's just beautiful to see how the Lord prepared um, this this large thing, blessings all around. Uh, he was doing more than what you expected him to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the way of our God, isn't it? Grace, thank you so much for the phone call, but I love, the, I love that exact illustration that he goes above and beyond, as has been said over and over again, but it bears repeating as often as you can say it, that God will never be outdone in generosity. Our loving Father has unlimited resources that he loves to share with his beloved children. So, Grace, thank you so much for your testimony in trusting in God as well. Let's go now to Carl calling in from Richmond, Virginia. Carl, welcome to The Inner Life. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Thank you for all that you do with your relevant program, radio station. Absolutely. Um, I um, wanted just to share in terms of uh, trusting the God. It's a journey for, for me. I'm in a, a group called Men of St. Joseph, and one of St. Joseph's virtues is patience. So through learning and trying to emulate that virtue of St. Joseph, patience, it kind of plays into the um, my trusting in God, and I need to be patient with situations which involves alienation uh, and estrangement of certain family members over, over years. But through um, my patience, I've learned not to react, but to let it go with, uh, and pray for that um, and trust in God that in his time, um, not my time, and in his own way, not in my way, that um, what is to be is to be in his plan, even if it's not what I expect. But through the years and through this ministry of St. Joseph has helped me to cope with that, and it has given me such really joy in in the suffering that's associated with the estrangements and things that have happened uh, with uh, a broken family over over 20 years. So I just wanted to share that importance of patience. Um, doesn't mean I haven't faltered and fall backwards, but in, in general, it's, it's a prayer for having trust and maintaining the trust. Um, 
has been so joy-filled. I just wanted to share that with with the audience. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's a good reminder that um, trust and patience actually go hand in hand. We learn uh, patience through trusting. We learn trust through through patience a little bit. Uh, and I think it's a good reminder, too, of St. Joseph as a model of these virtues as well. I think about um, how the Lord came to him in his dream and told him to flee to Egypt. But he didn't tell him how long he's going to be in Egypt, and does he know anybody in Egypt, and can he, can he find work in Egypt? Like, there had to be a million unknowns about fleeing to Egypt. And then, you know, he's there for who knows how long. He just has to wait on the Lord's word to tell him when it's time to come back. And so much of Joseph's life uh, is just a powerful example of what it is to trust in God in unknown circumstances. Yeah, it's a great reminder, Father St. Joseph, really a paragon of trust that we can we can emulate, certainly. Carl, thank you so much for the call, and thank you for the testimony and trusting in God. And Father, I think in our last couple of minutes here, before we ask for your blessing, I wanted to turn our attention to building our trust in God. I mean, how how is it that we are, I mean, obviously circumstances and situations arise each and every day. Most of them, I would imagine, probably on the, on the smaller level, um, that w- in which we are invited to trust in God, to offer trust in God. But is trust like patience? And uh, you, you mentioned that before, too. Is it something that um, if we're wanting to grow in trust, then God will likely give us situations in which we need to trust? <laughs> Probably a little bit of that, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> okay. I, I think no matter where we are in life, we're going to have situations where we just have to trust because there are so many things in life that are outside of our control. Um, in the end, we we have con- little, con- little control over um, most of our life. Um, and so uh, we're already invited just by the circumstances of life to just trust uh, in all the things that we can't um, directly influence. I think um, one of the things we can do that really grow in trust is to practice gratitude. Uh, I think it's uh, to to be in that position of the recipient of God's goodness, to to always be remembering that b- before I ever asked for anything, God was already already providing me with something. Uh, like I, I like to say in my homily sometimes, like you already have a heart beating in your chest right now. You have breath in your lungs right now. God is already holding you in existence in this moment. He's thinking about you. He's caring for you. Um, like we can start from there. Um, and I think that the more that we practice gratitude, then uh, the more that it helps us to keep seeing God as the Father who provides, the one who cares for us. He does love me. Um, because I know in those darker moments, uh, when things are really difficult, it's, it's easy to forget all that stuff. So if we're already in a habit of gratitude, it's going to carry us through those those darker times. Mm. That is, uh, that's an excellent point too. When we're, when we're grateful, when we take the time to be grateful and count our blessings as it were, then we recognize and probably grow in our awareness of God's goodness in our lives, even to the point we are. And I think a lot of times, well, who doesn't need more of that, right? And, and I think that's one of the things we've hit on the show uh, numerous times is kind of the, the blessings and the benefits of this sort of uh, taking stock every day, a daily examine or whatever that, what it may, however that may manifest, but uh, really taking a look at the good things in our lives. Any other uh, any thoughts about how we might continue to grow in gratitude, Father? Um, yeah, you know, there's a priest that I um, knew years ago who um, he said that he would start his mornings, he'd pour himself a cup of coffee, sit in a rocking chair, and he would thank God for as many things as he could think of until that coffee was gone. It was just, it was kind of a charming little story, a way, a, a way of starting your day, but uh, I think it's a, a powerful way, really, of kind of rooting ourselves in this truth. Before I do anything else today, before I talk to anybody, deal with any difficult circumstances, I start by remembering 
God has been with me. God has given me what I have, the, the, even the difficult circumstances. There's been good things I've been able to see in there. Um, so I think in a way, forcing ourselves into that, that habit of, even when I don't feel like it, I'm going to create this routine of gratitude. Uh, someone said to me yesterday, you can't be grateful and resentful at the same time. Um, so practice that gratitude uh, and you'll find that it just helps to clear away some of the resentments, the anger, the disappointments in life. Um, so I think um, kind of making ourselves reflect on those things. Like a daily exam can be really helpful before I go to bed. I'm just going to think about where God was today. What did he do for me? Um, and what did I do for him maybe is also part of that. But uh, to start with uh, where were God's blessings today? It's a powerful yeah. way. Just yeah, start your prayer. it certainly is. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, Father, we are so grateful for this conversation on trusting God. I wish we had more time to, to hash it out today, but we are grateful for all the wonderful things that you've, uh, you've led us through and considerations. Like I said, I'm going to be chewing on some of them myself for quite some time to come. We always like to end our show, though, with a blessing. May we have a blessing from you, Father? Absolutely. May Almighty God fill you all with deeper faith, hope, and love. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. That's Father Scott Bailey from the Archdiocese of Denver and pastor of Risen Christ Catholic Parish in Denver, Colorado. So grateful he could be our spiritual director today. As tomorrow, we're going to continue on the spiritual direction theme as we always do here on The Inner Life. We're going to be talking about becoming peacemakers with a spiritual director by the name of Father Chris Stubna. He's going to join us again. We are so grateful that you continue your support of Relevant Radio. Let's go over to Neil now. Neil, what do you got for us now? All right, the pledge drive moves along, and uh, just before we before we get too far away from from the show, uh, Patrick, what another another great hour of programming here on Relevant Radio, talking about growing in our trust in uh, in God. Great spiritual direction. You get it every single day on this program, The Inner Life, here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Uh, boy, programming like this, what's uh, what's it worth to you? And uh, boy, it would be just a horrible thing if uh, we couldn't pay our bills. And we that's what we're doing right now, doing our Give From the Heart Pledge Drive, trying to take care of our operating expenses. We have a $3 million need to wipe out by the end of the week, and uh, we're only at 32% of our need right now. We should be close to 50% right now. So we're behind. We need your help. RelevantRadio.com, the amp, or 877-291-0123. couple of really nice gifts for you today at the dollar a day giving level and it's today and today only we will not have these available for you um uh, tomorrow or on friday it's an olive wood rosary from the holy land personally chosen by father rocky just for you you get one right now at the dollar a day giving level and along with the olive wood rosary the ave guide to the, the scriptural rosary this is a book that includes all the directions prayers bible verses everything you need to understand and to pray a scriptural rosary. So both are yours, a dynamic duo of gifts today during our pledge drive. They're yours for a dollar a day gift to Relevant Radio. So please give now at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or at 877-291-0123. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about this book, the Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. Again, yours for a gift of a dollar a day or more here on on RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or by calling eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. I think a lot of our regular listeners to the Inner Life, and thank you for being a regular listener. If you are one, uh, we really appreciate that. But they know that I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. And uh, it took me a little while, I'll admit, to getting into the rosary. But when I found out the uh, 
find out the existence of the scriptural rosary, I thought, wow, this is my this is my way in <laughs> of engaging with the rosary in and through the scriptures that I was very familiar with coming from an evangelical Protestant background. And this book will help to do just that. So do you know somebody who's going through RCIA or OCIA this year coming into the church? This would be a great gift for them as they come into the church. Thank you, Anonymous, for your in from Corona, California, for your three hundred dollar gift. John from Wisconsin Rapids, that's not too far down the road from me. Thank you, John, for your one hundred and fifty dollar gift. Ed from Wiley, Texas, a gift of a thousand dollars. Thank you so much, Ed. God bless you for that. And Anonymous from Silmar, California, giving an online gift also of a thousand dollars. Man, uh, the generosity of our listeners is just so unparalleled, and we are so grateful for that. But we do, as Neil has said, we do have some work to go, work to do here as we're nearing the halfway point in the pledge drive. We're just minutes away from the halfway point. We should be at 50%. Right now, my screen is showing that we're at 32%. So we've got a ways to go. This would be a great time to step up with one of those heroic gifts of $1,000, of $5,000, of $10,000. We'd love to see it come in before the end of the hour here. Still a couple minutes left in the hour you can give your gift at relevantradio.com on the relevant radio app or by calling 877-291-0123 neil yeah and we are at 32 percent, but uh the, the rosaries are moving rather quickly at least You're in right. the past 10 yeah. or 15 minutes pamela in fond du lac wisconsin uh she receives a rosary with a dollar a day gift Lori lori in uh, world rhode island uh, also getting a uh, rosary at a dollar a day. Sandra Vista, California, coming in at a dollar a day. Michael Nasita, Wisconsin, at a dollar a day. Uh, Mary Ellen Hewitt, Wisconsin, coming in at a dollar a day. Christina, thank you, in Orlando, Florida, with another dollar a day gift and another rosary. The rosaries are going rather quickly. If you want a rosary from Father Rocky, uh, one of these beautiful olive wood rosaries from the Holy Land that Father Rocky chose on his pilgrimage last year, you want to step it up and uh, get one while you can. Don't know how many more hours the the rosaries are going to hold out. And usually when Drew Mariani gets on the air, things really start flying out of here. So make sure sure if if you want one of these rosaries, you get a hold of us right now. Make your gift to Relevant Radio. Uh, a dollar a day is all we're asking to uh, to help us with our pledge drive for the Olivewood Rosary from the Holy Land and the uh, the book called The Ave Guide to the Scriptural Rosary with the Bible verses that you need to uh, and the directions, the prayers, everything you need to pray a scriptural rosary. Help us out if you can at that dollar a day giving level, relevantradio.com. Give on the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123.